0: You can have all the ideas in the world. You're going to do X, Y, and Z. But are you really invested? Like, I want to know how invested you are into your own idea. You got to be able to tell me who the leading performers are in your industry and what they have going on, what they're doing great and what they're doing wrong.
1: If something's not happening for you, there's a reason that you haven't figured out yet or you're ignoring it.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You You think that... If you just keep doing it long enough, eventually you'll be successful. Which is true if through the process of doing it long enough, you sh- you're actually looking for the issues and you fix it and then it unlocks. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I like this example of like a combination lock and you just gotta find that right number, fix it. Then go the other way. There's another number. Fix it. Eventually, you find that third thing and things open up because you were actually able to pinpoint the issue. But y'all are here. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Life has been- What is your um, name? My name is David.
0: My name is Donnie. I think sometimes we uh, assume that all of our viewers- are just the regular degulars that have been watching us for right. years, and we are taking for granted that people know our names, mm. and it's important for you to say your name.
1: Got it. Well, my name is David Shans. I am an entrepreneur, podcast, uh, coach mm-hmm.
0: for the hundreds of thousands of new people who are tuning into this. I wasn't episode, finished my.
1: I wasn't finished my intro. I have more <laughs> stuff to say. God, you couldn't wait. No, <laughs> dang, everything's not about you, Donnie. <laughs> okay, now you can go.
0: For the hundreds of thousands of new viewers that we have plugged into this episode, my name is Donnie Wiggins. I am the business coach to the favorite business coaches that are out here. And I am also the co-host of the Social Proof Podcast, as you can see, and the host of Full Transparency Podcast with Donnie Wiggins. I am complete.
1: Absolutely. I also (laughs) am putting on the most amazing, most necessary conference. That anybody that is an entrepreneur, a coach, someone wants to monetize their personality, podcast summit is going down, and there's so many um, important elements to it. Mm-hmm. We got like a full fledged concert after being able to bring together the most the the most successful podcasters and content creators. And not only just the successful ones, but the ones that can actually teach. Mm. All in one building, July 30th and 31st, uh, revolutionary. A couple people hit me, uh, and pro- it, was, it was probably about three people I um, was like, hey, I want some equity in that. I want to build it. I wanna, and I'm like, All right. mm. Mm. we got something that we can put valuation on. That's a good conversation to have. Building something. That creates valuation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we can't do it where it's based on me or you.
0: Mm-mm. What's it have to be based on?
1: I don't know. It has to be. It can't be based on you, the person, for sure. Right? Not. So you got the yoga. Is it called Sisters of Yoga, right? So she has a dope yoga program. That's Ty Hippie underscore Heathen. Do we got the um? We got the crowd shots today. Mm-hmm. Our cameras. At, okay. Yes, Hippie Heathen. Uh, actually, my cousin Conda. Uh-huh. I don't even know how, but I know you're related to Dre somehow. Um, but so she has Sisters of Yoga, and it's a huge yoga program. Now she gets booked to, you know, out the country, put on yoga to retreats and things of that nature. But she built a card, uh, a, like a yoga cards that shows people the, the. Do you have some on you? In the car? All right, go get them real quick. So she built the. Okay, not now, because I might have you say something. Where's the mic? So she has these yoga cards, teaching people how to um, how to do yoga. Also, um, uh, you do a lot of stuff, right? Give her the mic real quick. But when when I was talking when I was talking about it, I was like, "Yo!" When I was thinking, I said, "Now that's something that can be sold because it's not solely based on her personality, but it's mm-hmm. based on the excellence in that particular space." Mm-hmm. But for me, I've done a lot of stuff that. I would have to sell myself, not in a prostitute way, but...
0: You do that every day, B. What you mean? You always sell yourself.
1: I know, but that's not necessarily something that you can build. No, well,
0: it's not scalable.
1: It's scalable, but it's, uh, it's not, not something you can self evaluation. Why isn't it sustainable?
0: Because at some point, who you are is going to change. You know, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday, and they were... Um, it was a room full of people and my purpose for being there is that they want me involved in helping to develop this idea. Mm -hmm. And somebody, the the gentleman who was presenting maybe 60 something year old guy trying to present, you know, something that he's been doing for the last 40 years to an audience of people. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're struggling to get interest for this program. And someone else in the room said interest
1: from who
0: interest from, 20 year old audiences for this program and somebody in the room said well how old are the people that are presenting who are the people that that are presenting and he said me Mm. and that person in the room was like well that could possibly be the problem at your age in your level of comfort you're attempting to present to 20 something year olds and get them interested in this industry is that's not the most that you don't look like the most desirable person to do that. And it got me to wondering which is which is the truth. That is 100 percent the problem. It got me to wondering with building a personal brand and building everything in my likeness, in your likeness, in our likeness. At what point do we become the old heads that nobody wants to hear from?
1: Mm, I figure if I become an old head, I'll just keep talking to old heads. I'm
0: going to just be like Steve Harvey. Like everybody still wants to hear from him.
3: (laughs) For sure.
1: (laughs) But is
0: there a point where just building things, right, like right now, and and we're not even in our 20s, but I think we still have like a lot of youthful personality. We're still pretty cool. We still know stuff. Um, But will there reach a point where it's like, Come on, oh, come on, Auntie. We don't want to hear that from you anymore. <laughs> mm,
1: that's interesting. Yeah. All right. So tell tell us about sisters of yoga. Um. And can, can we get some chairs and stuff? Or have uh, Kashif help out with some chairs right there? Go for it.
2: Does this working?
1: Uh, yeah. There are. She's two. going right. You're There's good. two yeah. chairs. You're good. Yes. Okay. You're
2: good. Um. So this speaks very much so to what you guys are talking about right now because I hippie heathen is the official brand that I had. And I've been building that brand for eight years. And at some point, I got to a point and I was like, you know, this brand is all about me. I have to be there. (laughs) I have to show up to the yoga things all the time, which is why Sisters of Yoga was created. Because it's like I was getting booked all these places, but I really didn't want to, like, leave my children all the time. Or I couldn't do the things. Well, I got this person in Texas that I know who's a yoga instructor who can take this. Or in Cali or, you know, anywhere. So... That's essentially how it started with me pulling in the contacts that I had to do these events that I couldn't do. And then we started creating, like, community events around yoga. And it was like, I want – I love this. I want other facilitators to teach, and I just create the space for it. And eventually, I want a yoga studio. So I don't want to have to necessarily teach, but I want the brand to stand on its own, something I've built that – can stand on its own. So I feel like over the years, that's essentially what's been happening with Sisters of Yoga or... At least I hope. And what's um, what's the services
1: that you offer? Or what is what are the ways you make money from it?
2: Uh, we do retreats uh, okay. within our own community. We host actually day events, day retreats for companies, organizations, um, communities, other communities that want to bring in yoga, meditation, different things like that. I personally do influencer work. So that kind of bleeds into Sisters of Yoga because sometimes they want an influencer from Sisters of Yoga to mm-hmm. do things, so I could either use myself or an influencer from Sisters yeah. of Yoga. Um, we are in the process now of building an online community, which now brings in all the people that have ever been on our retreats, ever been in a like a day thing that we've done because we do nature as medicine re- day retreats here in Atlanta. So we have all. These how many, how clubs many people were there
1: or, or at, come show up
2: at the? Oh, we will have people fly in sometimes from like New York just for this day retreat, which. I didn't even know what was going to happen. Honestly, it was like, oh, people will come (laughs) to a day retreat here in Atlanta. How how many
1: people show up to those?
2: About 20 to 35 people at a time, and we would do them, like, every month or so, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then we was like, oh, maybe we can extend these over a few days now. So now that's Mm kind of the plan for this month is to kind of squeeze in a few, like, three-day, four-day retreats with this same thing. But while we're doing that, we have a retreat that's going on in Mexico that's also going on in Costa Rica, different things like that, where other teachers are teaching. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's the idea, and eventually creating a studio. I've been propositioned to have – our studio actually um, franchise, and I'm like I don't even have a first studio yet I don't even know how I'm gonna do that <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't even thought about that had I not said I want to have a studio one day and yeah. then somebody's like I would love to franchise the Sisters of Yoga studio and I'm like
1: wow Listen to the Black Stories Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. I never even thought of
2: that, like yeah. you know, and that's that's beyond my imagination at that point. But now
1: I was like, okay, I can do that, you yeah. know. So I, I, think, to build. I think when I, when I saw go grab your cards too because I want uh, I want Donnie to see them. Um, but when I saw what she was building, I said that's something that because it's based on people getting a result. From the exercise or the the yoga itself, not saying I'm the only person that can perform that. That's one of the things I saw. And I said, all right, now it's time for uh, me personally to build something that's not super attached to myself. Mm-hmm. Are you in that space?
0: I've been in that space. Mm-hmm. Tell me. So I'm actually, everything that I'm doing, um, I have been working behind the scenes building a university that will just be a source for entrepreneurs specifically, that I don't have to, it's based on the information, it's not based on me, and sure, there are my trainings, they're my teachings, but very, very, uh, I've been paying very, I guess, close attention to putting out classic information that's not going to change, so Um, removing some of the trendy stuff that's happening and how to just focus on the principles of building the business, how to focus on business principles of mindset and self-development. But since you and I had talked about the university, um, the same angle for the last two years, I've been storing and stocking information because one day I will release just this huge university of information.
1: Is that the major focus Like, I I think as entrepreneurs, right, we always have these ideas and these concepts and it's hard to focus on a lot, especially if you're anybody have a really big idea, but you're still building one. But you're like, dang, this idea would be amazing, but I can't just stop. I can stop doing what I'm doing to do that, but uh, it's dangerous and we're, you know, just trying to sustain the current business that we have. What is your, if you had to, if you could, if you had to talk about your main focus, your number one thing, and I think this will help a lot of people between what you're doing now, what you plan to have in the future, what you're setting up, like just tell me your, your situation right now.
0: My main focus today is running the business that I have today. It's definitely not um, anywhere else. It's, my main focus today, my main focus today as it relates to business is running my business. Yeah. My main focus overall in life right now, honestly, is happiness. But I'm
1: sorry, but explain explain the actual business, the current business for those who yeah. don't know. So I have a two part
0: <laughs> business. One is a coaching practice and the other is um, a, a smaller version of the bigger university that I'll have. So I have three programs, three course programs that are in side of that university so far six figure edu the main flagship course or product for my business is my course six figure accelerator where i develop and train coaches consultants and course creators from scratch meaning you don't have an idea you just know that you are really good at something and you want to figure out how to teach other people how to get this transformation or to do the thing that you that you do so that is the main crux of my business right now in addition to that, I have in a second business, which is my coaching practice. And in that business, um, I won't even say that the coaching is the main thing um, right now because I have my clients that I've had for a couple of years. I rarely bring on new clients unless they pose a challenge for me that I'm I'm up for. Like mm-hmm. I love talking to clients with some stuff going on and. Yeah, so I'll say that second to um, six figure accelerator. Not, neither of those things, I believe. So what ended up happening when Bob Proctor passed away, it affected me in a way that I wasn't prepared for. Meaning, he was one of my first mentors online from afar, but I really, I was, I became really concerned about what happens to his legacy because in our lifetime or in my lifetime, I hadn't had a mentor pass away, right, um, that I had been studying and, like, the information. And to see now his brand two years later, I believe it's been almost at least, to see his brand still growing and thriving like I'm, he's like a major case study for me. Every email I open, the calls I get on, I'm really interested in how the Proctor-Gallagher Institute will continue to develop this brand because I was very interested in how Napoleon Hill and his um, foundation still operates as if this man was alive and he's been mm. dead for a very long time. But I wasn't privy to him in in actual life. I've only known about him in after his death, right? Post-death. So now to experience that with a Bob Proctor, I am really paying close attention to what does this look like after I'm gone? Those are, those are the thoughts that I'm having in my head right now. Let me
1: ask this. So so there are some personal brands that are built on a person's name Mm -hmm. that continue to live on after they go. Yes. But it's rare. Very. Is your, because I I would imagine like you're you're just really, really good at coaching, Mm -hmm. right? So it's going to be hard to duplicate someone to get the same results that you get for your clients. For sure. And... Obviously with uh morning meetup, that's one thing that I'm, um, uh, I, I like it. It's not necessarily the best business model to be on there every day, mm-hmm. but I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. But I want to know your strategy on pulling out from Donnie Wiggins or, or, or is the strategy continue to build your brand so that anything you co-sign works? I don't, I don't know. And this is where I'm confused, honestly. Yeah, myself. these are
0: thoughts. I mean, I don't I don't know that I have an answer to that today. But these are definitely thoughts that I've had. I touched on this in the episode, the last episode that we recorded. Like, we're talking about me building this family business. And, you know, you're like, oh, well, your daughter and your cousin are following in your footsteps. And I'm like, no, not quite. That's not the vision. I want them to be really great and thrive at what they're good at. But it contributes to the overall yeah. br- brand that I'm building. I don't think either of them will ever coach like me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not speaking negativity over your life. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I just don't, this has been in me since 100%. I was a little girl. Right. I've been able to just kind of see, I look at you and I'm seeing through you. I see pieces about what you were talking about floating around. And I'm. it's just the way my brain works. I, that can't be duplicated. I can find great coaches right. that will come in and be great coaches, but will they be as dope, as I am, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. And it will they be dope enough to carry that brand? Yeah. I don't know. So honestly, the coaching piece is not the piece that I believe is legacy. I believe that my legacy will be founded upon how dynamic I was as a leader, as a thought leader, as a business person, as a coach, that will all be attached to my legacy. But the legacy of my company that I'm building I don't want it based around that it can and and if it is it's going to be via courses and books and and tools and resources that I create that will outlive me just like the books that we read that are hundreds of years old at this point that continue to get, you know, recirculated throughout new generations. Mm-hmm. It'll be that way. It I be, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to work one-on-one as a legacy brand. Yeah. That's not, you know, with clients as a legacy brand.
1: Absolutely. What Good am job. I looking it's at? Fire. Here? It's, it's yoga cards. It teaches people like the yoga positions. It's so well put together too. Now you are on all the cards. That's all you, right? But I think that could, that could have been like any model or whatever, but I think you'll be super impressed with the cards. Mm -hmm. And this is how I think, oh, oh my gosh, let me tell you what happened yesterday. You're listening to this podcast right now, but there are a bunch of people like you that will be listening to your podcast right now. The only reason you haven't launched your own podcast is because you didn't know how. You don't know the tools. You don't know what type of camera you need. You don't know what type of microphones you need. You haven't figured out how the heck does somebody monetize a podcast. You don't know how to get your videos to look crisp and clean like the ones that go viral every single day in your timeline. The only reason you haven't started your podcast is because no one sat down and taught you how to do it. Well, July 30th and 31st we're doing just that. PodcastSummit.com. The Podcast Summit is the premier podcasting event for all people who are wanting to start a podcast, people who have a podcast, or people that are already scaling their podcast and they're trying to take it to another level. Who's going to be there? Myself is going to be there. My co-host, Donnie Wiggins, will be there teaching business of podcasting. We have Earn Your Leisure, who started with cell phones at a kitchen table, now building an eight-figure empire. we got Angela Yee coming down from New York to teach the game. She is a legend in the industry and we have many, many more speakers coming, okay? So listen, wherever you are in your journey, whether you haven't started yet and you just got an idea or you're already getting some traction five six figures but you're trying to take it to the next level you need to be there we got three different tracks for the beginner and the scaler go to podcastsummit.com podcastsummit.com and secure your seat right now and it's going to be kind of in alignment with what we're talking about right now but maybe not i don't know so a guy comes by yesterday so Shouts out to my man, Ramon. Ramon Tooks. he brings this guy by and he funds real estate deals. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And what he does, he is a lender. That's what he does primarily. If you got a house that you want to buy or invest in, let's say it's $100,000, he'll buy it. You put down a certain amount. You give him points, meaning if it's three points on $100,000, you have to give him $3,000. And then it's some sort of down payment. And then he'll carry the note until you pay it off right and he's built his entire business like that and my man Tewksy was telling me he had been doing this for 40 years it was like yo he owned like 15% of Atlanta like then building downtown like he's the lender he, he was just Mom was just telling me today my man is super duper wealthy super wealthy but he was like he, he asked me yesterday he said yo did you see the car he was driving though I was like no he said bro you would be so underwhelmed <laughs> So underwhelmed, but his whole strategy has been. And I asked him how much did he start out with. And he said I started with ten thousand. Started loaning ten thousand. So I would imagine he's millions and millions and millions of dollars up right now, right? But that was. I was like, yo, that is such an ill model where you give somebody money if they default and don't give you the money back you get the property but they put down so much money on it and the build out they lose all that then you got the building then you can like sell it or whatever he said there was some loans he was doing uh years ago at 30% 30% he was asking to sell, he's, he was asking like yo why would somebody do a 30% loan so this was a scenario they needed somebody to build out a uh, a community. Let's say, just as an example, it's forty houses. Those are fire, right?
0: Yeah. I, so honestly, I would buy this just off of the packaging, a hundred percent. Even if I, and I don't know if I would even want to open it. It's so <laughs> it's so beautifully packaged. All of the details. Not to cut into your story, but this is how much are these? How much do you sell these for? How, how much? Forty nine. Forty nine. These are this is the way you package an 100%. idea like does I, I don't know. This is shipping. This is the shipping box. But just if you if I saw this in stores, um, I don't know if this is a compliment or not, but I could see this like in the Marshall's line when you're just standing there. And it's all that extra stuff. And you're like, oh, what is this? It's a beautiful woman. You, it's, it's not really about your face. It's about the posture. And I'm like yoga deck is very, very clear, step-by-step yoga pose alignment cards. And then she tells you what you're going to get in these cards on the box. It includes beginner yoga postures, step-by-step yoga pose, alignment cards. And she's telling you that you're going to learn the most common practices, also the most common mistakes, breathing techniques, how to, like, it's just dope. And then she gives away an example of what is in here. So there's no gatekeeping here. You see an actual card mm-hmm. with the actual pose and all of the information that's, that's on crazy. here. It's like a recipe card for yoga. And then you get these good quality. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> take this out <laughs> unless you're giving this to me. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to, I can. Okay. So there's one here. I'm just going to slide it out. Oh, it's mine. So I'm definitely sliding it out. Cause this is also like, Coffee table stuff, bookshelf stuff—it's just beautiful. Um, but it's a good quality card. You hear the, hear the thickness in that. It's a good quality card, and the the texture of it. If I'm practicing yoga and sweating, it's not going to be damaged. But you have her literally showing you the posture. She's pointing out every area. Where should your where should your head be? It says your head extend from the crown. Neck neutral, chin parallel to the floor. I get that extend from the crown neck neutral chin parallel this to the commercial
1: floor. you owe us a bag you hear me let me tell you what she needs though let me tell you what she needs she needs a coach for sure she definitely needs a, a an equity partner okay
0: i was going to say
1: um <laughs> but you know you know her challenge though yeah I you know when i saw those cards yesterday 5 years ago you did not see the cards 5 years ago what You designed them. You were in my living room in our three bedroom house in Clarkston five years ago. She showed me the designs. I saw those cards five years ago. When was it? Use the mic. Use the mic
2: saw me creating the idea there first were going to be a digital product then there were going to be a
1: book ty are you and, telling me i didn't see that design you with you in the points on your head five years ago
2: in a book form yes in a in book, a book form, form yes and so yes that's before the production of the deck so much has happened since. okay then. fast forward
1: <laughs> you do get the cards right
2: okay it's been a minute I'm when when, when
1: did you order the cards when did you get them to your house
2: it's been about a year
1: and I was talking to her, this was weeks ago, a couple How months long ago. we had this
0: podcast?
1: Five years. Yo, yes, we, I don't think we were shooting. Yeah, when I saw That's the You asked me to, come to Yo, you came to my house. I remember looking at it and I was like, this is so amazing. Oh my gosh. But my, my, my point is, my point is, but she got the car. She actually like ordered the carts and they were sitting at her house she said they were just piled up and I'm like okay what have you done with them she said nothing I'm waiting on this and that and this and I'm like yo if you don't sell some of them cars get about your house she's like well I gotta do the launch you know I'm like yo
0: you- have you done the launch no have you sold any of those cars yeah so don't imagine that care. she sold some of the cars and didn't even do a launch
1: i had to kick her in their butt though like to actually do something i want to know though. why you're not Super at telling. every
0: fitness event vending event all that like what what's can it? i tell you why mm-hmm.
1: one i and this is just me and i may not be this may not be correct but she's scared of something
0: Ty is scared doing
1: it wrong doing it incorrectly, she is a very detail-oriented person, and those type of people do not want to do it wrong. Everything has to be thought out, and it has to line up the way it's supposed to line up.
0: Yeah, like me. That's
1: one. (laughs) For sure. But the good news is... I resonate with that. Those are the people who change the world. Those are the people who write laws today that take care of their family over the next 300 years. So I'm not mad at that. But you got to take that, Talent and that perfection, and somebody has to constantly kick her in her low butt. D, by the way, I did take this assessment. I'm super low D. I would imagine a high C. I'm a very high. C. I know it. <laughs> I know it. Because the detail and love you put into I, it. I, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Low S. So we got the same exact assessment. I'm low D, low S, high I, high C. Mm-hmm. Meaning I love engaging with people, um, but also. Um, I, I need things to be right mm-hmm. something off a little bit I'm like yo just change just, just move it over a little bit you know what I mean <laughs> I want those. so because it takes us so long to put something together and we're constantly around people we always want to put our best foot forward and criticism is like a knife in our throat because I don't want to get it wrong I start to I recognize that about myself, and that's why I start doing things prematurely now because I have to combat that. I know I just have to put it. I got to put the deposit down, and I got to stop asking people for permission. I got to stop asking people for their opinion. I got to stop asking people. Okay, well, what do you think about this? I got to go because if I don't, I'll never do anything. And you got to have somebody like Donnie around you. That's that's a a, a coach to say, okay, here's the path, and these are the steps. Because if you know that next step, you'll be able to perform that next step. But there's so many steps in your head. You're like, oh, my gosh, I got to do the online and get stores, and I got to do a launch, I got to put together a website. And am I right?
0: And there's no problem with taking time because you'll hear me say, like, put your foot on the gas instantly, but then you'll hear, like, it sounds like I drag my feet like with doing the podcast and doing my own podcast and things like that. There's no issue with you taking your time to sort through the details because your brain works the way your brain works. And for me, I need to I see all these moving pieces. I see them right now as we're having this conversation and I got to like structure them and put some or, or order to them. The key, though, in being that person is once you have some some details figured out. You gotta move You can't be a person That needs all the details And drags your feet On the execution You gotta go Once you fit You got a product right now It's go time It's fire It's go time Yeah There's nothing for you to work You you beautifully curated All of the details Probably more than You even needed to But it's there now Right I'm curious to know With all of that packaging All of that detail On a $49 sale What the profit margin Looks like Mm -hmm. So Mike Mike Thank you. Okay.
2: Um, the profit, so the, the product brings me to, I believe, um, like 11 or $11, I think, is what it took to bring that to market, including the shipping. 11 to $13, I would say. And so whatever that math is, mm-hmm. um, that's what that margin is.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's, that's not a bad number. Right now you have a product that's worth your time in terms of profit. Like if you sell it at scale, it's worth your time to sell the product. What is your next step? Like what's, what's the thing that you're going to do to stop selling these one by one, but to sell them at scale?
2: So that's what I was selling, David. Initially, I have not been front-facing selling, but I have been reaching out to yoga studios because the idea is to get it individually to people, but also and mostly in yoga studios to be a part of yoga yoga teacher training programs. Because essentially, when you start yoga, or, or even starting a yoga or becoming a yoga teacher, you don't know necessarily how to do the poses correctly or how to cue the poses correctly, even when you're teaching, and so. This product is for a gamut of different things, and so that's kind of what my focus has been in the background while I'm doing all this other stuff. I'm getting in front of the yoga studios, reaching out to contacts at different bookstores and different people here in Atlanta that I know have, like, little shops and different Did things Did you like wait
0: that. until this was created before you started reaching out? Yes. Problem number one. I know. Because there's no proven marketplace for that, right? Yeah. Now you're having to convince an existing business owner to want your cars that's branded with you, that has all of your branding. You also own or intend to own a yoga studio. I'm feeling like somebody is going to love this so much. Why won't they just start going to Thai if they're in Atlanta or go to one of her workshops in a different city? I don't know if I want that in my yoga studio, Meanwhile, there are millions of people who can't make it to a yoga class that are individuals that want to learn how to do yoga. They've got their YouTube videos and their 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 video, you know, whatever they're using at home, and they're doing it wrong. Yes. You are their literal virtual trainer from the comfort of their own home. They can take these cars wherever they want. I see so much marketing. Hey, you're taking a trip. Take the five poses that you're going to want to practice while you're there. You don't have to bring that whole uh, stack of cards. Just take the ones that you want. I see people who are using it that are yoga trainers to make sure that there is a teaching guide for themselves. There's so many different things. I'm wondering why your ads aren't all over Facebook and Instagram and YouTube popping up on every fitness channel and outlet available. Mm -hmm. Why are you waiting on relationships to form that you just started to reach out to. That's going to take a minute. Yeah. You'll get one store and then another, but then we go from $33 in profit to now whatever they want mm-hmm. a split in. So that's actually a less effective way for you to make money versus just selling it to the individual, selling it to school programs, selling it to colleges in, in bulk. Can I tell you why? Because she's scared.
1: <clears throat> that's one reason. Mm-hmm. And I got other things yeah. going on. So I, I got it. Don't worry. I, I got you. I got your back. I know you. I know what's going on. In the brain of a high C personality, someone that's like really uh, focused on details, cautious. Whenever there's a, for one, a project is never complete. Ever. Ever. Okay. And once we get close to the completion of a project, the only way that that thing can be complete is if we do another part of the business. We do another one and we got to complete this because this, this 10% is not done on this project needs this 100% thing. So I got to start building this. So we got the cards. They're complete, but I can't launch the cards without an online program. Because where am I going to take them after that? So now I got to focus on the online studio to where, after they buy the cards, they come into the continuity program where it charges them X amount of dollars. That's not ready yet. So I can't sell the cards until I finish this piece. And once you get 90% there, there will be something else that your mind creates to say, hold on, okay, before I do all that, I got to actually get my studio. I can't have an online studio without a physical studio. So now I got to buy this studio. And that's the cycle of a genius's brain. Once it all, thank you. Once it all comes together, it comes together well, but at some, what I told her, I said, yo, you just need to get out there and just sell some cards. It's not the best strategy for mass marketing, but you need to go tell your friends, they need to get this, tell my customers, get these cards because I just need her to have some momentum. I need you to get in the, and the vibe of doing something, and what I found is that starts to take care of itself. If we could take some action in any direction, not planning, because most of the stuff I would imagine you're doing right now is planning, structuring, all that kind of stuff, which is very valuable. Do you do it by yourself? Do you have anybody? Any? You have a I business partner? Leave, but I, what? Well, I don't have a business partner. Yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah. Because it's all on you now. You need that business partner to say, yo, nah, let's just put it out there. And you're like, no, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. They're they like, no, yes. You were oh, yeah, for sure. They're like, yes. Let's make sure we do it, okay? And then y'all come together with some sort of compromise where your business partner says, All right, cool. We'll give it two weeks. But this is the date, right? So you need that. Yeah, I definitely do. Definitely. Okay, see? Okay. It, any questions you have her ask me, I know. <laughs> Only because I know because she's like, I I have, I remember getting over that. Mm. I remember being that. That's why, yeah. You know, I'll just I'll start doing stuff, and people are like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? What are we doing? I don't. I, what are we, we doing it? Yes, yes. I'm out because if I have to wait for your approval, I'll never do it. If I have to wait for, if we got to come together and come up with the right name, right, Naya, <laughs> Reese, <laughs> how long we been thinking about so. We're creating a service. How long have you been thinking about this name? A week. It's going to take at least another week. Why? Because it's three people with an idea trying to put it together. And I'm definitely in it for the people. I'm like, what do we all think? Like, you know. Mike. Yeah. And we talked about it a second ago. We need to know who we are. In our strengths one of the ma- one of the things I really struggle with is people's uh, uh their opinion of me yo I lost you know I lost a lot of friends when I got married Guy I lost friends? a lot guys girls a lot really yeah why because I got married I got married about six months after I met my wife
0: mm-hmm
1: on and Tinder,
0: on just putting that out there, guys. I was like, I it works.
1: Him. You're right. I mean, it was, it, it for sure was Tinder. Uh, <laughs> just but saying I, it works. I I locked into that, and then uh, we went to the courthouse and got married. That part was cool. And then I really had to uh, start spending more time with my wife. Obviously, I'm newly married. And it's, you know, time away from my friends. And eventually, six months after that, we actually had a wedding. But I wasn't really focused on like the wedding. I, I didn't really want a wedding. When my wife went one, she was like, okay, we'll do something small. And she did all of the planning. She said, who do you want to invite? I was like, yo, just like some family and stuff like that. So we had a small wedding with literally just my family. And uh my best friend was there, obviously, like my closest friend. No. Friends.
0: No I don't think I saw
1: her there It was Brandon Yo
0: I will flip this whole table over right now Okay
1: (laughs) Yeah Yeah, you wasn't there
0: The other guy The other friend was there Hey B I love you But just be very very clear about the messaging That we're putting
1: out Yes we were We were friends We wasn't best friends at that point We weren't tight
0: at that We were were good friends But we weren't tight tight at that point But it
1: was some people really hurt That they weren't invited to my wedding
0: Me I was furious.
1: So I was, I was thinking about my. I didn't really want a wedding. It wasn't like a big deal like that. But if I would have started talking to all of the people that were in my life at the time, they probably would have talked me out of getting married. Oh my gosh! It's only six months. You don't even know. Da da da. She got a daughter. Da da da. I, and I didn't want that to happen because I felt something. Mm. So. I had to do it, and I just... promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets. Now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay. I'll see you at the summit. and Don't forget to use promo code big deal. Just I, I, I still to this day, like it's some people really mad at me because they took it as a sign of, Oh, I'm not your friend when that wasn't it. Yeah. It just, I, we wanted something small, you feel a way about it, and and maybe in this time frame, I'm not spending as much time with you because I'm cultivating a family, and I bring my wife, my my mom in to stay with me. So I'm, I'm focused on that and my business. And some people weren't on the forefront of my mind, so they took it offensive. Mm. So since since that, I, I started. I'm starting to adopt the philosophy that y'all will be okay. I take care of a lot of people. And if you're not taking care of somebody in that moment, they're mad at you. For sure. Even though you showed so much love, you got a history of, I've always been a good friend to these people. I've always put them in position. I've done so many for that. Like I've done so much, but this one time where I do something for me, now you're mad. And I had to try to start letting that go. Mm. Still frustrating, but
0: can we just highlight for a moment, the fact that Dre absolutely hit the jackpot. I mean, just imagine that nighttime scroll where you're just swiping <laughs> and you're ready. Like, you know the scroll. You you had some moments where man, I'm <laughs> off this app. I'm done with this, right? <laughs> but you just like one more time, I'm gonna swipe one more time. And then she bing matches with a David who at that time I'm sure she has some questions because I mean from the looks of it, I don't know, but the profile reads. The bio was probably bio. Well, what do you right?
1: mean from the looks of it? What are yeah, you talking about? You
3: know, uh,
0: Back then, Dave, you you were still kind of one foot in corny, one foot in swaggy. So she really took a chance on this guy, right? That could have gone so many different ways. And then, so she she didn't have that. It could have gone like this. It could have been a swipe, then a date. And like, man, he's getting really attached really fast. Something has to be wrong with him, right? Because like, look at him. But it sounds good. <laughs> But she went with it She went with it And decided to go with it And six months later You get married And you didn't turn out To be like a weirdo You are a, a solid guy You know Money wasn't moneying The same way back then So she really had to see A vision six months in and not only did she see it, but you, you grew it. You laid the vision out there. You've grown this vision. You've invested into your beautiful family. You've invested into yourself. You've become a multimillionaire. She literally hit the jackpot. You don't cheat on your wife. You don't disrespect your wife. You are a family man. And you've grown into your looks. Like, I'm really, give it up for David and Andrea. <laughs>
1: There was so many like compliments and roast in the same job. Pick which one I'm gonna reply to.
0: I just think it's awesome. You you are the blueprint. I'm going let me. I'm
1: giving y'all hope, man. I'm going. I'm giving y'all hope. Let
0: me see Make what's going chance. on on Bumble. Yo, wait. Let me talk about this real quick. So, in an episode that we did a minute ago, we drop a clip where I said I don't date. Off of Bumble, I love. I said I love the dating apps, right? Mm. I love these dating apps, and I talk about this all the time. I love being on these dating apps because it's like my version of people watching. And I have to go to the message real quick. What's this dude name? <clears throat> so there's this clip of me saying, "Oh well, I don't date off of the app." Well, this guy that I went on a date with off of the app. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Things get lonely sometimes, don't it?
0: In January. <laughs> Um, so I went on a date five months ago with this guy, right? So he sees the clip. He never mentions that he knows who I am or anything like that. When we go on this date, I literally, we swiped on each other. We swiped on each other. And that same night he asked me to meet him for coffee and dessert. No problem. So we go out, right?
1: Hold on. That was the date offer coffee and dessert.
0: Yeah. Well, he asked me. Could we go somewhere? And I'm like, yeah. And I don't know how it happened to coffee and dessert, but I probably suggested the place um, because that's just like my my little default spot. If I do go on a little date, let's just go here. Low key, a little low key. And I was, you know, it's, it's low key. So anyway, this is this is five months ago. This happens. I'm swiping. It's kind of late at night. There's no real restaurant to go to. Let's go to this spot. I'm like, forget it. Let's take this chance. Let's do it. So I go on a date with this guy. We're sitting at the bar, and um, it's a great date. We have amazing conversation. Mm-hmm. He's attractive. He's a surgeon. He, and like verifiably so, an amazing date. However, he works between Atlanta and New York in a critical care surgeon position, and he's traveling all the time. And then at that time, like, I'm traveling. I'm doing things. So we never go on another date, right, ever, ever. We're five months later. That was the only person that I had been on a date with in this five month period of time that I organically met on the app. There was somebody else that I ran into on the app, but I didn't meet him on the app, right? So, just for clarity, this story is
1: going somewhere, though, right?
0: Yes. Listen, first of all, as long as I spent giving you your props, give me my minutes, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I we want to know where we was we going. We put with this it.
0: clip out here, and I'm like, oh, I don't date off of the app. I just swipe. Yo, your boy sends me the clip to my text messages, okay? He sends me the clip to my text messages, and he says, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. So I said, well, good morning. (laughs) He hits me back with the, I saw a random reel pop through my news feed.
1: He's a stalker. Be careful,
0: sir. You're a random real. No, just, you knew who the heck I was. All the, and, and I know that he did because eventually he gave me his Instagram in this conversation. I went to it and he's like following everybody who you know who I yeah. am. Right. So he's like, um, I saw this random reel, and my voice says, my brain says this voice looks familiar. Then I came back to rewatch it and I'm like, Hey, I know her. It started off very funny, but over time, He gets really angry with me. He then tells me, so from this clip, he says, I'm a liar. (gasps) He says, I am a liar, Um, you know, because he's like, oh, I see you like to twist the truth. Sir, one date doesn't qualify with me dating from the app, right? I'm a liar. Then he goes on to tell me that I am one of those miserable women who think that, all black men are not good enough for her and uh, you want to be out here acting like there's no high quality men to date and available uh, and black. You got all of that from a 60 second clip where I said I just don't be dating off Bumble because I he didn't even watch the whole episode. I also went on to say that I love a good Bumble date. If it happens, it just hasn't happened. I hadn't had the time for it. We've been busy. People will...
1: Get, Goodness, gracious.
0: They will create this narrative We went back He's like this is his message You can't handle a challenge of dating this true high value man Yet you propagate the narrative Of not being able to find el- eligible black men I understand that this is soothing For your psyche
1: Wow He dodged a bullet You could have fell in love with him and then found out he's
0: What nuts. so I said to him I literally said it to be that I said oh then he goes Um This is the message that he says. He tells me, be well, Donnie. Go wallow in your misery. (laughs) I said, sir, I really enjoyed this date with you to the point that I could have ended up dating you. Mm -hmm. I actually liked you, but I'm so glad that this happened the way it happened. You, sir, are the reason why i be apprehensive about actually dating somebody that I meet on on a dating app. And for clarity, I think dating apps are great. I think they're even more... Um, I think you can even find out more about a person via a dating app than like just being out at a bar or whatever and meeting somebody like it both people are strangers so i'm not opposed to that it's just honestly there's so much weird stuff happening on the dating app you got to swipe through a hundred people before you find one that's not to say that there are no eligible black men but let me tell you something this man kept going and going and going when you find you an eight figure because you know he says that he his his net worth is more than 10 million from his businesses and you know his his surgical practice i went and save three lives today sir you need to go save your own
1: <laughs> okay save your i saved
0: own. three lives today you need i'm sure there's plenty more people waiting yeah. in the waiting room for you to save their lives i said that to say, dre here, go, here
1: goes it's coming the,
0: andrea hit the, the jackpot <laughs> because you could have been this person who was extremely different from the image that yeah. he portrayed Online. So thank you, David, for being one of those real high value men that don't have to beat his chest and talk about how high value you are. Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I at the point I didn't. Are we clapping for me being high value or, <laughs> or the story? Okay. okay David right, is a high value going. man, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I guess, where were we? where were we
0: we were talking about you and um your friendships that yeah. dissolved because of your marriage yeah. we were talking about the story you wanted to talk about and i guess maybe i interjected my story and it made you feel some right. kind of way so no, go back cool, to talking cool. about
1: yourself i think your story just seemed like a cry for help let's listen <laughs> listen if you're watching this and you feel like you're high value okay dm Dottie right now dm her right now okay <laughs> no it really
0: ticked me off though because i am all like if anybody is for the black man and the black family and black love it's me so if that like it really made me feel like is this what people are getting is this did did anybody else get that from that clip did you feel like i am anti black man and nobody is good enough for me Mm. i've never said those words in fact i've said the exact words of there are so many great people out there there's amazing like i've said those exact words and from that one little clip of me not saying i didn't even mention the black man Mm. i didn't even mention the black man what did
1: you do wrong in this scenario
0: went out on a date with him (laughs) you know what i did wrong in that scenario i responded And I allowed it to because I know me. And sometimes when you know who you are, just like in that moment when you were saying that you were losing your friends because you decided to get six months married in six months, you know, you you don't have to justify yourself or validate your decision to anybody because, you know, you and you trust you. So you decided to tune out of those voices and you didn't really respond. That was your way of, you know, responding really in no response. And when that message came through and the conversation went there, I know me so much and what I stand for, I just should not have responded. Yeah. But I spent a whole 24 hours like, and another thing. <laughs> 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 does,
1: does everyone here know what your major issue is? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know like your issue? Yeah. Or you think it's all good? No, no, no. I know my issue. You know what? For sure. Yeah. You might not know their issue. You just think it's, it's just not happening? I would probably offer, and I don't know if you would agree, Donnie, but I would probably offer that if something's not happening for you, there's a reason that you haven't figured out yet or you're ignoring it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You You think that if you just keep doing it long enough, eventually you'll be successful, which is true if... Through the process of doing it long enough, you sh- you're actually looking for the issues, and you fix it, and then it unlocks. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I like this example of like a combination lock, and you just got to find that right number, fix it, and then go the other way. There's another number, fix it. Eventually, you find that third thing, and things open up because you were actually able to pinpoint the issue. I know that we are good at what we are good at. You know what you're good at, right? You know what you're amazing at? You know what you're amazing at, okay? You don't know? Spend some time figuring out what you're amazing at.
0: Ask some other people what they think you're amazing at. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really, that like, that's that's actually in one of my programs. I teach you to, there's a lot of people don't really know what their skill set is. Mm. And if you don't know what you're good at, then you really don't know what you're bad at either, right? For sure. So sometimes you have to, It's the answer won't come from you. Like, send a text to five people who know you and say, hey, what do you think I'm really good at? Or if I were to start a business doing something, what do you think that would be? But Or what value do you get from me in this relationship? And you'll notice some common answers that come. And then from that, you can say, oh, wow, I didn't even think about that. Because sometimes the things that you're really, really good at, are you're so good at it that you don't recognize it as a skill set. It's just a thing that you're supposed to do, right?
1: Mm. Yeah. So one is figure out what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you know what you're good at, it automatically starts to reveal what you're bad at, unless you're so arrogant to where you think that you're good at everything. And eventually, because you're good, you'll just be successful one day. Yeah. And I think that does stem from maybe over, over, what's the word? Overconfidence and arrogance. Up, arrogance, <laughs> for sure. Once I realized that I wasn't good at everything, that's when things started to like really open up. I, I used to have the era of, yo, I'm just going to go do it. I'm going to knock it out and I'm going to be fine. But then I realized, yo, I'm really good at this one thing. If I can figure out a way to just do this one thing and it makes me money, I could take some of that money to pay somebody to do the thing that I'm bad at so that it further allows me to do the one thing. You know what I mean? So now we have a bunch of people that are a part of uh, kind of this this social proof David Shands LLC uh family and I'm and I think everybody on my team knows what I'm bad at right I'm not amazing at everything I'm actually terrible at many things I'm actually only good at like a couple <laughs> things but once I realize that I can surround myself around people who I can see like K is a am- what I, I know that I can give someone her email, and she's gonna hit me Monday morning. Like, okay, here I need this. These are the things we gotta respond to. I'm like, yo, I would never be able to keep up with all that stuff. That's a that's a, a major major skill set. Mm-hmm. So we gotta figure out what we're bad at, mm-hmm. and then replace it. Can't just sit in it, right? You know what you need? Yeah. You need a You want a business partner? Yeah, maybe. Might
2: maybe, maybe. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the right I, deal.
0: Um. We partner in businesses.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're waiting on where you at? Are we waiting on you or are you waiting on us?
0: We're waiting on her.
1: Waiting on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Terrible. Are we, sign we still waiting martyr. on you?
0: So you have everything.
1: We got a couple dollars.
0: We we just got a couple more dollars.
1: We got a couple more dollars. The
0: dollar's a dollar, and I'm just Yeah,
1: for sure. We got yo, you know what? Me and Donnie has had um six figures in an account.
0: For more than a year, I think at least a year now. Sitting
1: there growing mold, (laughs) trying to to figure out what to do with it and trying to figure out who we can uh, not only inject some cash into, but also someone who has something unique. And we're investing in the person too.
0: Because we could have done stuff with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we could have done, we could have started another business for ourselves, we could invest in property with it. Um, which is probably at this point what it's getting to because we can't go into another year yeah, with just having that six sure. figure sitting in the account.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Could give something to tie.
0: Could give some to tie. Been trying to give something
3: to Brittany. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Okay. Um, questions? Questions? What's up? Uh, give him the mic real quick. Okay. There we go. What you got?
3: You mentioned looking for business opportunities. What would you be looking for in a? a unique business opportunity because I'm taking on investors.
1: Mm. Hey, I don't I don't know. You know it took how long it took for you to do that thing for me?
3: I was going to say that.
1: What were but you going to say about focused. that? <laughs> what exactly were you going to say about that?
3: My main focus was the business. Okay. So for everybody who doesn't know, I have an electronic brokerage. I buy, I sell electronics, I ship them overseas, and I'm slowly growing to become the number one buyer in electron in Atlanta. And I'm just looking for mentorship on how to navigate the seven figures mm-hmm. in a cash infusion. Mm.
0: So David and I hadn't really sat down um, and put criteria together to what we're looking for. And I don't think that we will sit down just yet. We have an, a general idea of what it is. But for David and I, I believe that we... We first have to like the person, number one. Like, we don't care how dope the business idea. Like, we want to like the person. I know that that's definitely at the top level of criteria. Um, Two, it needs to be a business that we believe that we can help and support. So we really are strong in coming behind in uh, from between the both of us from a structure perspective, from a systems perspective, from a workflow perspective. Also from a marketing and exposure perspective so can our skill set benefit your business That's gonna be the second thing right or is this something that we can easily put a team together that can help to support your business um, also do we believe in the business?
1: I'm sure another thing too mm-hmm. I think just our expertise mm-hmm. could uh, get our way into a business mm-hmm. but if I got to give you money, and we got to coach you mm-hmm. and we got to promote you. Mm-hmm. Not trying to do all that.
0: Let me just get that from you. <laughs> no, just give me the business. Just give me the How's business. How are you,
1: man? <laughs> you got to have something like, you got to have something moving.
0: You have to be, you have to, the, the ideal business for us already has motion, right? And what we do is just going to accelerate what you have going on. I don't want to, nor does David want to coach someone from the very beginning and we got to ride you. Like if you're not self-managed, if we got to micromanage you, if we got to check in with you constantly, we're constantly waiting on you for information. That's not going to be ideal. Reason being is because out of sight, out of mind, 100% applies with us and we will have just wasted money. If you're not updating me, I'm not asking for updates, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm just going to take it as a wash. And, and then that's going to be um, it, it just won't be a good thing. So you need to already have something going on and you need to fully understand what you bring to the table. Uh, but David and I are learning when it comes to investing in businesses. And I think that we'll have an, a better idea of specifically what we want to invest in once we actually just start. Like mm-hmm. once we just start and we're looking, we're definitely looking for equitable partnerships more than just, um investing but once we start and we get out there and we start working with this business we're like oh we like this now what I will say is we've interviewed a few entrepreneurs and we're really excited about their business model we just hadn't been excited about the way they do business so consider that before like you might know that you want to have us come on as partners or talk to us about it but don't have don't open the conversation until you're ready And you're ready to execute very, very quickly because we're going to ask you for information and we're going to ask for it very quickly. If it goes months and we're not getting it, I'm not excited about it anymore. It's like, oh, when I find time, we'll talk about it again and blah, blah, blah. So those are just some things because if in seeking this partnership or this investment or whatever it is, it's fickle. We don't like the way you're handling that. I can't help. David can't help but to wonder, well, how does this person actually operate their business? Right? The the actual business. Do you drag your feet in business? Do you drag your feet in paying the bills? Do I have to micromanage this? Are are you not thinking through this process? Like those start to become my thoughts. I'm starting to learn too much that I don't like and it's probably not gonna happen. So think about all those things too.
1: Yo, also, okay. Can I finish my story from earlier?
0: What was your story (laughs) from earlier? Which one? All you do is tell stories.
1: (laughs) Nah, it was about the investment. You just
0: said, does anybody have questions? Does anybody else have a question?
1: This was this was a good story, though. Remember, I was talking about the guy who invests the money, and he actually, it, thirty like, 30% interest, right? This is what it makes sense. That doesn't make sense, right? You give somebody a million dollars. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. They got to give you 300000 on top of the million, right? But it makes sense if, so, for instance, there's a scenario where um, this I think it was a construction people or whatever. They were going to build 40 houses and they, they got to 20 and they ran out of money, Mm
3: -hmm. but they need
1: another million dollars to build out the other 20 homes, right? Mm -hmm. There's more homes or whatever. Well, I give you a million dollars. You build out these homes. You got to give me 1.3. But if you're selling all the homes for $150,000, then once I sold all 20 of those, that's like 3 million I give you a 1.3 back and I made 1.7. So would you do the 30% to get that money up? Of course. I say all that to say uh if y'all got a car that's paid off <laughs> and you need like 10, 20,000, and you could put the car up for collateral that's worth 30, highlight us. That's the story that you
0: wanted to come back that to. That wasn't so the story.
1: Yeah, that was the story. But I thought it was a dope model of how you can have your money work for you and you secure your loan with the money. The guy that that I bought this building from, I did an interest-only loan. He wanted $500,000, I gave out a number, it's $500,000. He wanted 10% down, it's 50000 I had to give him 50000 but also it was like eight, 7 point something percent. So it came out to about $3,000 a month, but it's interest-only. So I'm giving him $3,000 every single month for two and a half years but I still owe the $450,000. It's not like you pay on some and then the the principal goes down. It's not that way. So once I got, eventually I wound up paying it off. But in five years, if I didn't pay it off in five years, he takes $3,000 a month for five years plus my initial $50,000 and he gets the building back and can sell it to somebody else for $500,000. That is the lifestyle that I want to live. Mm-hmm. I want to put that type of money up. So they'll give you a million dollars if a building's worth two million. And you say, okay, you're going to pay me back? Great. If you don't pay me back, I get this $2 million building for the million that I put up. So that's eventually, eventually, that is the vision.
0: I think that's dope.
1: So if y'all do have a car that's paid off and you need a couple dollars, let me know. Did
0: this complete your story? I think. Okay, audience, does yeah. anybody have a, a question that does. you need You need some value Add it over here. That was
1: a value-add story, wasn't it? Give me a round of applause. It was, it was a pitch.
0: If y'all don't stop clapping, y'all, pick me hands. What was it? Pick me, pick me. What we got? So I want to know if there's a way that you figure out how you can make your podcast like more unique. Or is that even important to try to figure out uniqueness or like in business
1: podcast based one, you want to have a concept that there's a market for, but two, the unique part is you. So me and Donnie aren't the only people that come on here and talk about business, but the unique part is there's not another me and Donnie. There's not another group that has the dynamic that we have. I'm not saying better or worse, but no one has the dynamic that we have specifically. So you are the secret sauce. And in podcasting, it's just getting people to fall in love with you. Mm -hmm. If you're afraid to put it out there, if you're afraid to, like, go on this super unique idea, then no one will ever find you. But we just got to start. You are the unique. That's you. People are going to fall in love with you. Period. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. You're
0: very welcome. I... Now that I have clarity on my
1: podcast, I would love to have you on my podcast. Oh, that have you lit. Okay, give a round of applause. Okay, got a podcast, guest. Let's go. Anybody else got a question? Anybody
0: else with a question before um, we wrap this thing Patreon,
1: up? Patreon, y'all in here too. You got a question? You good? Are oh, you just in here? No, all right. Here, you can toss it to me. Scroll Throw up, ah, Maya. There Are there go.
0: any questions up there? All right, cool.
1: Someone please call nine one one. He sang that at the family reunion and it was lit. He killed it. <laughs> Tell them that I just got shot, down. I thought it was crazy. He sounded just like y Cloud. He can sing? What? You can sing? He
0: just give me it. just give me a little bit real quick. Just say that one little line.
3: I'll give you the sun, the rain, the moon, the stars, and the mountains. I'll give you the well. World. World. And all that you wish for Come on. And even more. Hey. Girl, I love you more than you could know.
1: More than you could Whoa. know. And that's for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give it out of law. Okay, what is your question? Well, I was wondering if you might You
0: gotta sing your question. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was wondering if you might be familiar with any investors who are looking to possibly invest in a barber and cosmetology school because I want to establish one in the city of Atlanta that specifically prepares students for upscale experience. And as a nonprofit arm, you got a plan? Of the school. Yeah, as a nonprofit arm of the school. How much you need?
1: Wow, at least seventy-five. $75 what?
3: Seventy-five thousand for
1: what? For the school?
3: I got a whole plan, bro. It's, it's all in the plan.
1: When you say at least 75, what do you mean?
3: Yeah, it's all in the plan for the purchase and the build out of the building. Because I'm looking to actually purchase the building, not okay. just to rent or lease one out. Because I don't want anybody pulling a rug from under, underneath us. Because I also want to have a nonprofit arm where I'm teaching junior high school and high school students barbering and entrepreneurship. So even if they don't stick with barbering, the entrepreneurship information translates.
1: How big is the building?
3: The building I haven't found yet, um, specifically. How big does it need But to be? I know what I need to be. I need at least three thousand square feet.
1: So three thousand square feet, and it's going to yep. cost seventy-five thousand for the renovations.
3: Purchase and renovation.
1: Purchasing the building. Yes. For and seventy-five yeah. thousand dollars. Yeah, that's the down payment.
3: Down payment and renovation.
1: So how much is the building going to cost?
3: The building altogether is going to be
1: about a million a million dollars. So how you're, is 75,000 yeah, enough? You're going to need more money
0: than that. Yeah, but if you're doing a
1: traditional loan, you're going to need at least 200,000 just for the purchase. That ain't the, that ain't the build out, that ain't the construction, that ain't the the hiring the receptionist and all the people that you need. That's none of that. Well,
3: I wouldn't need help with that information.
1: You need help with a plan. Well,
3: I have I have a plan. I have a Not business plan. The 75,000. Where did you get
1: business. the $75,000 from? He just thought of a number right yeah, now. I
3: thought of a number. And I threw it at
1: you. I know. <laughs> I want to get you to say that because that is not a, that's not in the plan. Your plan is, oh, it's going to be this and it's going to be that. I'm going to teach thousands of people all around the world and this is stuff I'm going to teach them. email the plan me the
3: plan right now.
0: Email me the plan.
3: I don't have it in digital form.
0: Uh, you don't have a plan.
3: Yeah, I do have say it. Say that. You
1: do have <laughs> a
3: concept
0: in your head.
3: No, I have the plan. Where's it at? It's, it's on my laptop. Where's your laptop? Where's your the laptop? The that the crib? That's what I said. I don't have what them. kind of laptop
0: do you use? <laughs> I got a what, what,
3: what kind? I got a Mac. You got, got a, a Mac?
0: Phone. So yeah. it's in your cloud?
1: It should be. You have an iPhone? Yeah. Oh, it's Email on your phone. you me the
0: plan. Just right actually, now. just <laughs> pull it up right now.
1: I'd be curious to Let see, me see this the plan. plan. I want to see this.
0: Like, way. listen, you guys, I don't know if y'all just aren't watching the episodes, if y'all aren't present. We are going to ask for the proof. Mm -hmm. We are social proof. (laughs) We're going to ask you for the proof. You cannot just throw one over our heads. Yeah, bro. And don't show me some one-page Word doc, Google doc. I want to see the the diagrams, the charts, the demographics, how many people are driving by the area, all that with your plan.
1: Actually, very respectfully,
0: if you do, have a plan. <laughs> he got one. He's searching how it.
1: to buy a building and renovate and all you need is 75,000. That shows very respectfully incompetency. Mm. That's what that shows. That shows I can't trust any of other numbers on this plan. Oh, wow. You understand? Yes, sir. So like we you, we need a plan. So people are going to invest one in the concept but mainly in the person. Yeah, Because even if it's an amazing concept and you can't pull it off, somebody says, yo, we're going to build out the next Instagram and it's going to have this and that and this and that and all these functions. I need a million dollars. Great idea. But do I think you could do it? I don't know. Shout out to Isaac Hayes. Uh, He is building an amazing program called Fanbase. And I invested in it. Why would you invest? Because of the idea? It's crowd Hold on one second. Okay. An- Why would you invest?
0: So I invested because one, I watched the podcast and yep. I just, I had, I had passion for his passion. Like I really loved that. He was all mm. involved, all in for his idea. He talked about the other platforms and what they were and weren't doing.
1: Then he's, then he, didn't he knows so much about social media as a he whole market much. research. Mm-hmm. He's the right person. Mm-hmm.
0: That is a clue. You guys like, You can have all the ideas in the world. You're going to do X, Y, and Z, but are you really invested? Like, I want to know how invested you are into your own idea. You got to be able to tell me who the leading performers are in your industry and what they have going on, what they're doing great and what they're doing wrong. Isaac is creating a movement because he can tell you where the gaps are and how he plans to fill them. He can have an an intelligent conversation about what, Instagram and other platforms are doing and why this platform is so important. He can have an intelligent conversation about how creators are affected, how they're treated, how they're compensated. He knows all of that information. So you want an investor, but you can't even tell me who the best and worst is in your industry right now and why.
1: And there's a level with Isaac of frustration. He is frustrated. He's like a black, mad black man. <laughs> Because he has so much passion about how our uh, community has been cut out, and he understands why and how and what's happening, and he's frustrated. And that passion turns into something amazing. Most things that were built, what'd you do?
0: Got my second bottle of water that I told you I would need. Did you touch
1: my tea, though? You didn't rub like it. Okay. They can to show your forearm and hit my <laughs> teeth. I just thought you did something, so uh but yes, there needs to be some sort of level of passion. Even when I start talking about like whether I'm you know, podcast education or something, hopefully you feel some passion. if you ever been on like a webinar or something or a master class. Anybody been on my master class, my podcast you was on there? It's not just hey guys, you guys need to do a podcast. And if you want to, there's a level of you can feel that I believe the stuff that I'm talking about. You can feel that I feel something. And I get so excited when people start. And I'm so frustrated when people have a beautiful voice and they just can't get it out. They're not letting it go. There's there's a there's a passion there. So I wanna feel that like this is all you think about all the time. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay, I don't think we have any Patreon questions. Yes, you got a question? Okay, one more. All right, come on. Let's
0: get that over quickly. Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Okay. Um you yeah, also if you are watching this right now, you should just join our Patreon. Go to i-love-socialproof.com, i love com. You could support. Support. Hit up y'all on the Patreon. Yeah. Say it loud and proud. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Hey, everybody else kind of quiet. <laughs> Hey, y'all should see everybody looking around. I mean, you in it too? All right, go ahead. What you got? Yo, so I am Story King Brent. I'm the Wall Street dropout. And what I do is I connect
3: businesses to my investor who gives cash infusions to businesses who are generating over $500,000 to a million dollars. I just got uh, some of my friends who are recently on Shark Tank,
1: um, a cash investment of $5 million. Mm-hmm. So what I'm uh, explaining to you all is that you all need to get into the private equity space. If you have six figures just laying around, <coughs> you can put it inside this fund. Get your return nine to twelve percent conservatively. I want a little more. Mm-hmm. We could talk more in depth. Oh, yeah. Fine. I I mean, and I'm sure Donnie would echo this. We could put it in a fund, get nine to twelve percent on a hundred thousand. I mean, we'll get another ten thousand. A hundred thousand on a million. 10, 000. 000 on a million. Right. Okay. But yeah. I believe if we take that same hundred thousand and give it to Ty and we coach, we can make twenty million. And there's a percentage of that. So, if I'm going to do that, I'll just do real estate.
0: I also know that we could t- take that 100000 and put it towards some ads and make $2.5 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go crazy. In 30 days.
3: <laughs>
0: it wouldn't even take 30 days. You get what I'm saying? So, those kind of returns, I get it. Yeah. And I understand that they're for the long haul. Right now, I'm a little tarnished on funds, period. So, I'm out. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> a little fun. I'm out. Um, but, and it's not, I think investing is also changing. I love the stock market. I love the Forex markets and all those things. I believe that, that they're solid investments, especially if you don't mind building over time. I think that's amazing, but knowing what we've learned in entrepreneurship and the way that entrepreneurship is, is working today. When I when I think about the fastest way for me to grow, let's just say a hundred thousand dollars, I'm throwing it toward marketing, and I'm bringing back two point five all day.
1: I totally agree to generate cash fast, but this is more so people who have a million dollars sitting in the bank. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we're
0: and, and to your point, that was a great approach because we've had this money sitting and sitting in the bank doing nothing. Yeah. Um, now, to our defense, we attempted to grow it. <laughs>
1: we tried.
0: <laughs> and, and so we God. just said no, nah, let's just let that sit in the bank for right yeah. now and uh, let's think of a bigger idea. Yep. Um and and so we're we're going to do that. I do think that we need to like pick a stock and just throw it in there for social proof's sake and, you know, so we can just say we did it. Um
1: yeah. <laughs> Stock market, I don't
0: know. I just, you know, my mindset. I don't, I don't understand it enough. Yeah, I was gonna say my mindset right now. I'm just not investing in things that I don't understand yeah. anymore. I tried it, I tried it, and it didn't work out. So I want to either make the time to understand more, or just stick with what I know. I understand yeah. real estate. I understand. I understand business, yeah. and. Um,
1: I like I like Ty's situation. If Brittany can get her life together, just. <laughs> That's my dog over there Okay um, Are so you right, uh, still it, investing in Brittany? I don't, I don't know What you thinking?
0: So I think that Brittany has an amazing business model I really really do And I think with or without us She's going to be successful um, I am concerned that more of me will be required mm. um, Than I would like for it to be Just based on how things have gone so far I'm I'm a little concerned. Um, in the comments, however, from our last episode, I don't know if you saw that, Brittany. yourself. In the comments, we got a camera on her. Everybody said, "Give Brittany another shot," and we said that we would do what they wanted us to do in the comments. So I would love to give her, I would love to give her another shot to present her information. But I am going to preface it by saying that this time. It needs to make total sense. But I also want you to know that I, and we both understand and we've had the conversation that this is your first time, right, really pitching an idea. And I think that this was great for you, a great experience. And, you know, we're hard on you because we love you. But I think that this has grown you. So whether it works out with us or not, you know what to do. You at least have a starting point with somebody else. But what you have going on is a solid idea and you're going to be successful with or without us. You don't need our little money. You're saying no No I'm not saying that I'm I'm saying I I wanted to tell her that Before She might not have The information again And then And then we're saying no
2: Okay Well thank you I do appreciate that Yeah I do
1: Okay Is that all you have?
2: I mean We're definitely Going to partner So that's Yeah Okay
0: That's all I have I like it Give a round of applause
1: For the confidence (laughs) Confidence
0: Confidence
1: All right, cool all right, uh, anything you want to tell people, Donnie? How they can work with you? How they can um, take you to coffee? That is nice. You're like, you wanted them? Just coffee and dessert?
0: It was late and it was safe. Valet parking, you know, or I think I parked right across the street. But yeah, I don't mind. I don't require, like. Um, so you wanted them? I can be. <laughs> I of a, <laughs> I am one of a lot of people. Like, if you want to find dine, we can find dine. If you want to grab coffee, I don't drink coffee, but I'll have something. I can figure something out. We can do that too. I'm, I'm, I'm reasonable.
1: Shakira, you one of them? Saying one of them is crazy. It just sounds.
0: <laughs> Listen, I am whatever I feel like being. I'm a germaphobe, but I also played around on an obstacle course in the mud that I'm sure grown people were peeing in. So. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm flexible.
1: <laughs> close us out,
0: Donnie. Anyway, what'd you say? I
1: said close us out.
0: Yes. So this has been another another amazing episode of the Social Proof Podcast, you guys. Um, if you are interested in developing yourself as a consultant or a cor- a coach or a course creator, You have some questions about your business and you're looking for coaching, go to my website, www.sixfigureedu.com. Maybe also you're established in business, but you don't know how to communicate your message, your value, and why people should work with you online. You've got followers, but nobody's doing business with you. You need my service post to pay where we send you three text messages directly to your phone every single day excluding major holidays, I tell you exactly what to post, how to post it, what you should say, how it should look, all that good stuff. Three text messages to your phone, post to paid, and it's only $37 a month. Text for, text post to paid to 404-737-2767. And if you have been hiding under a rock and have not plugged into my solo podcast, Full Transparency, you need to go and catch it right now. It's on the Social Proof Network. Click playlist. You're going to see Full Transparency and the host of other uh, podcasts that are now on the network, including Growing Pains and
1: Human Behavior Mastery. Human
0: behaving, human behavior mastery. You guys, so you got so many opportunities to work with us. We'll be traveling with the podcast on tour. Go to um, go to Proof and Profits com To find out what city we're coming to next, we've got the podcast uh, conference coming up.
1: Podcast Summit. The yep. Podcast
0: Summit coming up in July. Yep.
1: July uh, Let me, Can I sell it? Yeah. Okay, cool. July <laughs> 30th and 31st, we have the Podcast Summit. We go to thepodcastsummit.com, podcastsummit.com. Y'all got your tickets already? Yeah. Okay, we in there, mastermind. I got you. Listen, if I'm telling you, That everyone here, if you have a business, needs to start a podcast as much as you know the importance of having an Instagram account. Your people need to hear from you in long-form ways so they can really start to build trust, understand your thought process, not in 60 and 90-second clips. You want to build a solid community, have someone listen to you for 40 minutes every week or 50 minutes every week. Now... This industry is amazing. You may not start your podcast, but you need to understand the podcasting industry because there's so much money in it. Naya doesn't necessarily focus on her own podcast, but she's making money by understanding the industry and servicing clients in the podcasting space. If you want to build a brand, one of the major ways to build a brand right now is being on other podcasts. This will be a feeding ground of exposure of people you can connect with that have a podcast and that will be the exposure for you. So there's so many reasons to come to this podcast summit and we have people like Angela Yee who will be speaking. We have uh, Earn Your Leisure who is running an eight figure operation on their way to a billion dollar valuation. Uh, Wall Street Trapper is, is becoming a media mogul Anything he touches starts to grow and there's a science behind how he does it with his personal brand. We got, I mean, I think, uh, we got people helping you put sponsorship decks together and how to move on LinkedIn, how to build your brand personally. We got Megan and, uh, B Simone from know for sure podcast. They will be there. They're chart topping. It is, it's just phenomenal, man. So go to podcast or the podcast summit.com. It doesn't matter. Uh, we own both domains. So uh July 30th and 31st in beautiful Miami, Florida. and Donnie might have a man by so. it. Bumble is lit. I hate you. What? Bumble? You just said you was going. First of all, thank y'all so much. listen, <laughs> subscribe. Make sure sure you're hitting uh, Are y'all subscribed I might intentionally
0: Wait until then Just to see What we pull out You know what I mean So come with your best (laughs) (laughs) That's only a couple months away I think I'm patient
1: That'll that'll sell some tickets
0: That'll sell some tickets (laughs) We out here y'all Peace Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking
3: services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.